How many of you have found yourself running late for an important meeting because you couldn't find that one thing you needed before you head out the door? What if I could tell you that in just 10 minutes a day, you could take your home from chaos to calm because clutter really is nothing more than postponed decisions. I've created a challenge to help you get ready to ditch your clutter and simplify your life. Want to hear a secret? You actually have the power to create more peace and calm in your home, and you can have it in less than 10 minutes a day. Join the Chaos to Calm Challenge so you can organize your space and create more peace in your home and focus less on stuff and more on the people you love the most. I want you to be able to effortlessly live clutter-free in your own home. This challenge will teach you the proven systems to get a clean and clutter-free in 10 minutes or less because we're all busy. How to create more peace and calm in your home and how to focus on what and who you love with an organized space. To join the challenge, just go to barbiejoe.com forward slash challenge. Hi, this is Barbie Joe, and you are listening to Don't Get Lost in the Laundry. This is a show for busy moms and families where we talk about household order and function. We'll discuss tricks of the trade and systems to improve family life and managing a household. Hello, everybody. Barbie Joe here, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today, I am so excited to be talking with a personal trainer, but not just any personal trainer, but a mother-daughter personal trainer. I want to introduce you to Dr. Michelle Deering. She believes that every mother and daughter should have a thriving, loving relationship. This refreshing approach has made her a sought-after speaker, online educator, and consultant. Before running her consulting business, Michelle served as a licensed clinical and sports psychologist at a Big Ten University, Fortune 500 corporate trainer, and higher educational professional. Nowadays, you'll find her speaking at conferences, training for the next Reebok Spartan Sprint Race, and practicing rudiments on her drum kit, all while coaching, serving clients, and recording her hit podcast, Mother-Daughter Connections. That sounds absolutely incredible. Welcome (laughs) to the show, Dr. Deering. Thank you so much for having me, Barbie Jo. I'm so excited to be here with you and your listeners. Now, this is completely fascinating to me that you exist and that there is such a thing as a mother-daughter personal trainer. So tell us what exactly you do and how you came to be. The whole term mother-daughter relationship personal trainer is really a melding of um, one, my heart for mother-daughter relationships, but also my background as a clinical psychologist and sports psychologist. So what I was trying to do is rather than call myself a consultant, which sounds so sterile. <laughs> I was like, okay, what can what what can actually take into account the fact that I personalize the work that I do with moms and daughters and also I take them through a very uh, strategic framework of training to help them connect better. Amazing. 
So tell us a little bit about your background. Yeah, so um, I went to Brown University as a biology major and really didn't give much thought to the field of psychology until I was actually working uh, in a Fortune 500 company uh, in human resources as a, a corporate trainer. And I had opportunity to do some community work. And during that time, hired um, and trained uh, a lot of high school students uh, to work at the company. And during that process, started noticing different things that they were having difficulties with in terms of transitioning to the workplace and just in life in general, being high school students expecting to know what their lot in life was going to be into college and post-college. And that just got me thinking about how young people have difficulties making transitions, whether it's from kindergarten to elementary school, elementary to middle school, middle school to high school, then to college and beyond. And so fast forward, I went to Rutgers to get my doctorate. And as I'm working as an eating disorder specialist, that was my specialty as a senior staff psychologist at the Counseling Center, in working with uh, young ladies with eating disorders, I started to notice that a lot of the interactions, or at least the the way in which the severity of their symptoms would either increase or decrease depending on how their relationship with their mom was going. And I thought, hmm, there's something to this. Fast forward, now I'm a mother of twin daughters uh, who are in high school. Um, I'm in a new neighborhood that has a lot of young moms and started to notice that they were interacting with their daughters in ways that really pained me because it reminded me a lot of my relationship with my mom when I was growing up where she was either very critical or not very not very uh, affirming of me in certain ways and it would pain me and so I thought how can I best help moms interact with their daughters better which then prompted me writing my book what mothers never tell their daughters And uh, it's kind of just blossomed from there where I really am trying to uh, help moms to pause and reflect on what's going on with themselves in the moment with their daughters and to also assist their daughters in doing the same. Oh, wow. That is so good. I think that's something every mom needs because we often have that default behavior we fall back on when we're frustrated or when our child is acting out. And oftentimes it is very detrimental to the way they're developing and growing. So thank you for putting your work out there. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it. It's been a, a humbling experience only because, you know, I thought, okay, this is the way I want to help moms uh, and, and focus. And it's like my, my passion, but it, it's also um, been humbling in that, there are so many moms out there, regardless of whether you're in the workplace, staying at home, uh, doing your due, interacting with your own mom. It, it's I believe that your relationship with your mom is the foundation for your future success, whether it's personal, professional, or parental. So I, I'm really, really keyed in on this, and I think it's really important. That's amazing. So tell us now, how do you help clients? Well, as I mentioned earlier, I'm all about helping moms. I'm just going to focus on moms right now because moms really start out as daughters. True. <laughs> okay, so just whenever I say the word moms, you can you know throw in the, <laughs> the term daughters too. But I help moms pause and reflect um, 
uh, and that will actually, when they do that, they're actually going to increase their awareness so that they're able to break whatever the bothersome patterns are with their that's going on with their their daughter or mother. And as a result of breaking uh, uh, those p- specific um, bothersome patterns, it's going to actually increase the relational closeness and connection that they desire, which and overall, when your relationships are going well, you're healthy <laughs> emotionally, mentally, spiritually, you know, productively. Um, and so I walk my clients through uh, a five-step process that's based on uh, a framework that I have, which is called the Life Mirror Remedy Framework. And in that process, I walk through mo- moms through five steps that involve examination of their history, identification of patterns that are going on, prioritization of what kinds of patterns need fixing, and then boundary formation, and then relational re-engagement. And so those five steps are the things that I walk moms through. Uh, and it's something that, you know, I've, I, I draw upon all of my clinical training, but because, you know, I'm licensed as a psychologist in North Carolina and New Jersey, um, I can provide the personal training across state lines, and that will enable me to actually help more moms. I don't do therapy; I do the personal training with them through this five-step process. That's incredible. So now, tell us why do you focus your work on moms and daughters? Well, as I said earlier, uh, I believe that that mother-daughter relationship is foundational, not just for a person's future success, whether it's personally, parentally, or professionally, but it's foundational for society because moms are raising daughters who, if they choose to be mothers, they're raising the next generation of daughters and sons. And and, and what's been, uh, I guess, not surprising, but a real nice added thing that's come along during my my travels uh, since writing my book is that moms of sons have gotten tons out of this. Even though the title of my book is What Mothers Never Tell Their Daughters, really I'm focused in on the moms so that they can actually break those generational cycles of pain because uh, everyone's got them. We've all got them. No one's perfect. Uh, break those cycles so that they can actually help themselves love their daughters the way that they desire and have that loving relationship that they desire to have with their daughters. Because ultimately, when we're loving our daughters, that's real empowerment for the daughter because then she has a sense of who she is and can go out into the world and accomplish the things that she wants to accomplish. That is so key. We are absolutely raising the next generation of leaders and, and sculpting the future essentially in our homes. So this is so important. Now, tell us, what does a mother-daughter personal trainer do compared to therapy? Well, as I was mentioning earlier, therapy is really uh, something that is set aside for a licensed mental health professional to do. I'm licensed as, with my doctorate, I'm licensed in the states that I'm licensed in, New Jersey and North Carolina, to provide mental health services as a psychologist. Okay, so um, therapy, the kind of the nutshell, therapy is really um, having, a license, having a license to actually go about doing that in-depth work in a clinical fashion. Whereas um, what I'm doing as a 
mother-daughter relationship personal trainer is that I'm providing consultation specifically on that relationship to help people recognize what their patterns are and then make changes. Uh, And I give them suggestions. Again, everyone has free will. And so they can choose to take the input or not. Usually the moms that I work with are motivated and the daughters that I work with are motivated because they recognize that something's amiss and they want to make the change. And so all I do is I come alongside them as a guide of someone who is not just a mom of twin daughters who are young adults now, who is not just a psychologist um, who's licensed and has that training and, and background knowledge. But I'm also a sports psychologist who has that training to know how to get people to perform. When I use the word perform, I'm not talking to reach some kind of, you know, um, uh, preset goal. I'm, I'm talking about perform in terms of just behavior changes to actually affect the kind of results that you want to get. So I, I'm bringing all of that uh, to the table uh, when I work with someone in the capacity of being a mother-daughter relationship personal trainer slash consultant, for lack of a better word. Okay, so I have a question for you. I have three daughters. Mm -hmm. And one of my daughters, I struggle with. I feel that she does not want anything to do with me. So how would you go about coaching a relationship where one person is willing and the other is not? Well, first off, how old is she? Oh, she's a teen. Where in her teen years is she? She's 15. 15. Okay, so she's smack dab in the middle. And and I asked those questions on purpose. And because someone who's 15, she's probably a sophomore in high school, correct? Well, yes, she's a freshman. She should be a sophomore, but we held her back early on. Okay, no problem. So she's a freshman. You know, that understanding uh, from, I'm going to speak to you as the mom, okay? You're her mom. During the time when a young lady is entering her teen years, that's the time where developmentally they're experiencing issues around their identity. That's like the beginning stages of it. And the arc of a relationship between a mother and a daughter is such that that initial foundation early on in early childhood, she's seeing you as, you know, superwoman, (laughs) the ideal etc. You're her definition of femaleness. And then at some point, she's got to figure out who she is apart from you. But she's also got all the social pressures of stuff going on with her peers, her academics, and how she's feeling about herself. And she's trying to figure all that out. And so um, without knowing much more of a, a a background because that would be a full session, <laughs> you know, just a little bit, just a little bit that she told me. Suffice it to say, if there are moms out there and your teenage daughter, whether she's, you know, entering her tweens or in the midst of her teen years, for them to get quiet and, and seem a little bit withdrawn, and this is just a generalization, okay, just understand that somewhere in the mix, she's trying to figure out who she is and she's dealing with the hormones and dealing with the social pressures. And young people these days have the added pressure of the internet and social media and all the the things that can happen in terms of how one feels about oneself when they look at things on their their phone and it doesn't look like the life that they're living. So 
a lot of things can be going on, but suffice it to say that um, it's not unusual for a young person at that stage of life to get quiet. And I think what a mom can do uh, during that time period is one, recognize the fact that a lot of feelings are going on under there and and she might need you to maybe step back and listen more. And by listening, I'm not just talking about listening with your physical two ears. You have two eyes that can observe. And those two ears and two eyes need to inform what will come out of your heart and through your mouth. Because I think a lot of times moms are inclined to, it's one of two things. They either are like, well, I'm done with you. I guess you want to be by yourself. You really don't need me. And they back off. Or they totally zone in and they harp on them about every little thing, but they don't realize they're doing it. (laughs) And so it's going to be important for you to kind of take stock of that, uh, what it is that you're doing and what it is that's prompting you to do what you're doing. Does that make sense? Oh, that makes so much sense. And you really help identify what the majority of my children are going through right now. So that helps me to be way more aware. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's exacerbated, I think, by, you know, the current pandemic situation that we're in. And everyone, I mean, I'm here in North Carolina, you know, you're somewhere else. Other people are, other, your listeners are all over the place in terms of location. Everyone's social distancing differently and the whole online classroom if they're in you know if they're taking courses at home and just the family being around each other more often than they're used to that's just an added stressor <laughs> to everything so <laughs> it's it, it it it's almost like i don't even know what to call it it's like it's one thing to, you can have like a magnifying glass trying to figure out and look at things up close. But if you got the wind and you're standing on, you know, a tightrope and the wind's blowing, it's going to make it a little bit more difficult <laughs> to stay focused, <laughs> you know. But, you know, we can do, we as moms, we do the best we can. And if your listeners can just take away, you know, besides the fact that I'm all about, you know, pausing and reflecting, but if they can just know that as a mom, your kids are very fortunate to have you in their lives, you specifically. And sometimes as a mom, you probably will feel like you're not doing great uh, or that you're messing things up or, you know, they'd be better off with that. No, they need you. You need them to actually help you to pause, to consider again, how you're doing things, why you're doing what you're doing, um, because that's going to be a perfect opportunity for you both to learn something new. And that's how I work with folks. So when folks come to me, you know, I'm partnering with them. Uh, you know, my heart commitment is to them. Like, for instance, there is a mom who, um, who came to me. I'm just going to call for confidentiality's sake, call her Angie. But she came to me because you know, she had sons and and they were at two different stages of their development. One was just on the cusp of tween years and the other one was in elementary school. But there were some difficult topics going on and tensions going on in the family. And she came to me and as part of my process, remember, my five steps are, you know, examination, identification, prioritization, boundary formation and re-engagement. Um, you know, as she's talking to me, I'm listening and I'm taking in all of the history that she's giving me. And then as she was talking about um, some family tradition that they had, 
you know, I have a knack for being able to do this. I, I, I pinpointed what it was that she didn't see was actually contributing to the tension that was going on. And once I verbalized that to her, she had an aha moment. And that just changed the trajectory of her interactions with her sons. And then we, we walked through uh, different tools that she could use to actually change the way in which she was communicating with them. And it made the situation much better. So it's stuff like that that floats my boat. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. And that's a true gift to be able to see those types of things and, and serve in that capacity. Mm-hmm. So tell us, how can we best connect with you? For those that are maybe struggling with their mother-daughter relationships. Yeah. uh, One of the best ways to connect with me is through listening to my podcast, which is called Mother-Daughter Connections. And I I know I'll provide you with the the link to that. But in case folks are, you know, wanting to just hear it audibly, it's bit.ly backslash Mother-Daughter Connections podcast. Um, And then the other way uh, that they can connect with me is at my website, which is the, the overarching umbrella of my company is called Curative Connections. So if you just uh, put in www.curativeconnections, that's C-U-R-A-T-I-V-E connections.com, uh, you'll come to my website. And on my website, as you scroll down, you'll see two different um, boxes. One that says if you have a daughter who's in her tween or teen years, and the other one is if you're a mom who is having some difficulty with your own mom. You click on that and you'll learn more. Uh, and you can stay in touch that way. And in addition, I actually have a uh, uh, a free PDF uh, in case you're in the throes of things and are having arguments more often than you care to with your daughters. Uh, I have a free PDF guide. It's called the Quick Guide to Lesson Arguments. And I'll uh, it's another Bitly link, which is bit.ly backslash less arguments. Uh, you can download that for free. Amazing. Such a valuable resource. Okay. I am so thankful to have had you on today. And thank you for sharing all of this wisdom with us. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure being here. Thank you for listening to Don't Get Lost in the Laundry. Don't forget to check out my website at barbiejoe.com. And if you liked this episode, you've got to subscribe. I'd love to have you join me. Bye for now. (laughs) 